If you enjoyed the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at CineAppleSOUAT. That's C-I-N-N-A-P-P-L-E-S-O-U-A-T. And if you would like to email us, you can do that at cinnamonandpoisonedapples at gmail.com. Hello, and welcome to Cinnamon and Poisoned Apples, an unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast. Music playing. Uh, does that mean I can talk yet? Or? You know what? You do you. I just, you, you sounded like you were starting to get impatient, so I didn't know if... That's how I feel about the episode. Oh, okay. I just feel, I just feel impatient. Impatient. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. So Welcome back. Yeah. It's only been a couple of days since we recorded the last episode. That's true. We're on the ball this week. This is another one of those we felt too much passion after an episode aired. <laughs> we just had to record and talk about our feelings. So this is sure. our immediate response to the episode that we just watched moments ago. Yes. Um, I am out on my balcony again because my my roommates also watched the show and have not seen the episode yet. So as not to spoil them, I have come out onto the balcony. So I do apologize for any um, any crappy audio <laughs> that you might be subject to. So I just want to warn people that if you like this episode, that's fine. Um but if this you, is going to be... Yeah, if you like this episode, just tune out when Jesse speaks. I, when I speak, you're the one who sounded absolutely disgusted <laughs> after this episode ended. <laughs> Did I? Don't place the blame on me. <laughs> Don't be like, oh, Jesse's... I'm, I'm like the Regina of this friend group now. The tables have turned because I'm the one who's always being negative. You're like, oh, it's obviously Jesse who's the evil one in this situation. <laughs> Okay. Well, let's get on with it, shall we? So, I... Do I I need to begin? Can you find the words? Well, I'm just thinking about the Hook storyline in this episode. Okay. Uh, And I just, I wish, like, so Hook just got tortured. Mm-hmm. Literally, an episode does not pass before a bunch of other stuff happens. They don't give him literally a second to sit down and breathe. Oh, wait, he sits down for a minute, and he gets the blood cleaned off of him, and then he's <laughs> up the next second. Yeah, so that's about the f- don't like, don't be too hasty in your yeah. in your uh, accusations, Jesse. He did sit down. For a second, and like literally a second later, he got up, and he was off doing... His brother shows up, and then his brother goes to heaven and it's like a thing and he doesn't even get like two like they could have given us an episode just to have him recovering uh but no we're just going at it and i just didn't like i didn't care yeah so my problem with this episode is just i felt like it was really tropey I guess. I feel like all the cliche things that you see in TV shows that you sort of get tired of because they happen in every show um, happened in this episode. Which isn't necessarily a terrible thing. I don't think it was a bad episode. I just felt like I knew everything that was going to happen before it happened. I felt a lot of the episode was kind of doing a thing of like, isn't this sad? Don't you care? 
And it's like, no. Like, when, when Liam was falling, and he's like, you know, can you... He, he was just, even the way he was talking, he was like, can you learn to forgive me, brother? And Hook's like, yes, I can learn to forgive you. And I'm just <laughs> like, I don't feel anything right now. Yeah, I think I was more concerned about Liam's fate for Hook's sake than I was for sake for the sake of my feelings about Liam as a character. So I was, I always liked Liam in the past, but as soon, and Jesse can vouch for this, as soon as he came onto the screen in this episode, I was like, we, I don't trust him, I don't think. <laughs> I was like, I do, should we trust him? And for some reason, I always have. He's always been a good guy in this show, but for some reason I was like, I don't think I trust him, and I don't know why. I think the whole point of this episode, the storyline, was just um, to help Hook realize that he was worth, you know, saving and coming back. And I think that in order to do that, he had to make his peace with the fact that his brother wasn't this so much more perfect hero, like someone that he couldn't, you know, this unattainable perfection that his brother was human. And, you know, this guy who was always looked up to is also just human and has made mistakes. And so maybe his mistakes aren't, you know, irredeemable and i just don't get time to digest any emotions because things keep going so fast like yeah we had two episodes or so it might have been three where we have hook being tortured and he doesn't really have anything you know we don't know really what's going on with him and then we're immediately thrown mm-hmm. into this episode where he goes from i don't want to be alive am i mad at you because you're mad at you at my brother and you're calling him a liar now i'm mad at my brother because my brother was a liar now I forgive my brother, and I'm going to kiss Emma because I'm in love with her again. In the span of one episode. I mean, one episode. To be fair, he was always in love with Emma. You can be mad at people and still love them. Yeah, but, but the ending scene where he's like, Emma, you know, like he like kisses her and stuff like that, and it seems like everything's good now. Yeah, I think, I think the thing for me is that, like you said, Hook was just tortured. Like, really tortured, and... Instead of him having to deal with the effects of that, which I would imagine would be pretty serious, and um, I'm sure that would be a very mentally draining thing as well. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's got to be something that not just affects you physically, but it would affect you emotionally and mentally. Um, right. But you don't really see the effects of that, like we've seen in the show before. Not seeing yeah. the uh, the ramifications of <laughs> of stuff like this. Um, but, yeah, he just moves on to all this kind of more petty drama, I guess. Yeah, he, he moves on to all this, you know, I, I think... All this really superficial stuff that... Yeah. It doesn't seem like, to matter. Like, it yeah, just, it's just like, oh, my brother lied to me. Oh, you know, oh, Emma, you know, Emma is saying that my brother lied and now I don't, you know... She's just jealous. She just wants me to da da da, and I'm like, you have bigger fish to fry, Hook. Right. And you, when you have you were you were literally just tortured in right. hell. You have bigger fish to fry. You have like a series finale, which has him doing this grand gesture of being like, you know, I'm a bad person, and I'm gonna die for you, Emma, and stuff like that. And I'm gonna sacrifice myself, and you know, I love you so much that even though I'm doing all these bad things, I'm a bad person. I will. I also sacrificed myself for you. This huge, big, fantastical mm-hmm. gesture. And then he comes back and he's like, 
why are you being a jerk to my brother? My brother is a perfect angel mm-hmm. and has never done anything wrong in his entire life. Mm-hmm. And Liam's like, thank you, other perfect little angel that's never done anything wrong. <laughs> right. Who life. Emma doesn't deserve because right. he's a perfect angel, despite <laughs> the fact what? that he is maybe problematic in his own ways. I think we can get back to Hook. Uh, I don't want to drag on too long about it, because I'll, I'll just keep saying that I don't like mm-hmm. it. And maybe next podcast I'm going to gather my thoughts more together. I, people, I will gather my thoughts correctly on why the Emma and Hook storyline is really, really not vibing with me. But tonight is not the night. Yeah, tonight is not the night. There's, there's a cool uh, snow scene. Yeah, snow is kind of back to her old tricks. Her old cool tricks. So, you hear that, woman? Don't have kids if you want to be useful. (laughs) If you want to be interesting. Yeah, if you want to be interesting. Don't have children. children. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, uh, Charming's brother, kissing her. And he's like, you kissed my brother? And she was like, I didn't know it was him. (laughs) I thought it was you. (laughs) I thought it was you. She did, like, her dismissive thing, like, with the whale thing. Whatever. He's like, you slept with whale? And she's like, we were at a kirk's. Like, we were under a spell. (laughs) (laughs) I love her dismissive. She has really good comedic timing when they let her utilize it. Speaking of which... It just made me laugh. It was really funny. I I do like that this show is adding a bit more humor to it, though. The Cruella de Vil thing with... Oh, Oh, Charming was hilarious. Goodness. So happy to see funny stuff again. Yeah. Makes me happy. Vastly uncomfortable, but it was Mm -hmm. funny. Yeah. 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 Vastly uncomfortable is a a way way to describe it. Um, But yeah, it it was humorous. So... Is there anything else that you want to say about Snow or Hook before they move on? Well, n- no. I'm, I do want to say that the James thing with David where he's like, yeah. he, Carl is like, your brother has been jealous of you his entire right. life. And, and now... Like, <laughs> Well, it wasn't, it wasn't charming. I mean, I got problems with charming, but one thing he didn't do was cause this mess. Like, he was a baby, too. She had two babies. She, she two, had to pick one. She didn't know. She didn't know the personalities of the children. Right. She just saw one kid. They looked exactly the same. She just probably went eeny, meeny, miny, mo. And, like, right. just picked one randomly. So, like, I don't think, you know, I was just like, <laughs> eh, that's oh, silly like- of him. But now, also, Charming is having a crisis, because now he's like, well, I I guess, did you know that my brother resented me his whole life? Of course he resented you his whole life. Your mom gave him up right. and picked you. Like, this is just Re- Regina and Zelina all over again. Of course he resented you. It's not your fault. It's his own <laughs> issue. His own issue. But, like, you, is it, why is this surprising to you, first of all? Second of all, your brother's evil anyway. Like, what do you care? What do you what do you like think? How, I didn't. How, did you know my brother doesn't like me? Oh my gosh! Oh my was gosh. it the part where he's constantly been trying to ruin your life and stuff like that? When he's constantly been evil? Like, uh, yeah, we know he's not. He's not into you. I think Regina just needs to sit him down and be like, okay, we need to have like a evil sibling discussion for a minute because we need to chill. A forum, right? <laughs> Yeah, but that's, I mean, it's just so they silly. They can just join a club. A plot twist, though, in this episode, is that the most interesting storyline went to Henry. Yay! Who thought? Henry. 
because I was into that, which is weird because yeah. I criticized the author storyline before. But I was like, you know what? Cool. This has nothing yeah. to do with like weird romance stuff. It's not petty, stupid stuff. It's about the right, plot. Right, right. Jesse is glad because it has nothing to do with love, which she hates. <laughs> Or happiness, which she hates. It has only to do with magic, which she loves. I just... It's dumb romance. Well, I mean, um, when uh, Regina was talking to Emma, and Emma's like, he doesn't stop. think I'm good enough stop. for him. Stop. He's just, stop. Liam doesn't think I'm good for stop. her. And then, like, stop. Regina looks at her, stop. and she's like... <laughs> she's like, you're stop. way better than Hook. You're way better she's- than him. She said, you're too good for Hook. You're too good and for Hook. I said, shut up, swan queen shippers. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're too good for him. <laughs> she is. <too. laughs> she is. Kind of. She is very, what, well, yeah. Well, I mean, She's okay, too good she for was. everyone. Emma's like a perfect human well, she wasn't, and then she was, and then she wasn't. She's and not she's... a perfect human. She's like a she's like a a, a a hero. Like she's too much of a hero. Yeah. For like but, everybody else, yeah. very similar to Liam, only not as awful. Because Liam is such a hero. Can we just? Oh, uh, he's. Such I, I feel a like hero. Emma's character. Oh, I like... can't. <laughs> Sorry. Are you having a crisis? No, right it's now? fine. I'm having a crisis. I just, I feel like Emma's character was, like, semi-good, semi-bad-y type character. Not bad, but, like, you know, had issues. And then became, like, saint. And then became Mm -hmm. evil. And now she's kind of, like, a shell of who she was. Yeah. I'm having a lot of problems with Emma this season. Yeah, I don't... She she doesn't have... She doesn't seem to have as much personality this season as she has had in every season past. Um, I think because so far, not maybe not this season, but this, you know, this half of the season, mm-hmm. um, sh- her plot has pretty much revolved around Hook, and I think that's the problem. Yeah, I, uh, it, I feel like whenever one of these, like whenever Hook's plot revolved solely around Emma, and we started getting like tired of Hook being around. Like, a few seasons ago, you know what I mean? When he was, like, puppet, puppet-dogging yeah. her, like, why don't you love mm-hmm. me? And we're like, oh, Hook, get something else to do. Uh, I feel like this is the opposite now happening with Emma. Where it's like, Emma, get something else to do. Yeah. I'm going to introduce to you um, a, 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 a suggestion. Okay. Whenever any character's plot revolves around another character, it's not fun. Yeah. Revelation. Just just give characters their own personalities and their own plots and don't make them dependent on other characters because that's when we have problems. That's when characters lose their own personality and then they're not interesting. Um, Henry wants to be a hero, which is cool because Henry hasn't been doing much lately. He's just sort of been chilling in the background. Which he brought up. Um, hmm? Which he brought him up himself. He was like, yeah. I'm seeing all the sidelines. And they're like, shut up, Henry. You're a stupid emo teenager who yeah. doesn't have real actual emotion. Uh, and Henry's like, no I'm respect. the one who has the pen. I'm the one who has like the most power right now in this situation. Right. And they're like, he's being an emo teenager. And it's like, no. No, he's not. <laughs> he's- yeah. Yeah. So Henry is, you know, he's got a point. 
And um, as it turns out, shockingly, all his author power comes in handy. Um, but I don't... I need to talk about this for a second. I don't really understand the whole... Um, the whole deal where he's going to write Hades' story, rewrite Hades' story, as it is. Um, because if he's writing the story as it as it is, how does he, he know the story? Because um, he didn't so... see the pages. He doesn't know really what's happening. The only thing I could think of as the author is he makes something up. But then if he mm-hmm. makes something up, he's not writing it as it is. So I don't really understand. I guess. Okay, so it could possibly be... One, they're doing the thing where they did with the other author, the evil one, where he, like, manipulates the story to make him do whatever he wants. I don't think they're going to do that. That's not what it sounded like it was going to be. Like, now it's in Hades. Um, And Hades, I feel like if that was a point, Hades would have taken more stuff away. He was just... I think maybe it's going to be like they're going to do research kind of thing. Maybe Maybe they're going to, like, learn things about him and try to, like, get a little profile on him. And okay. that's what Henry's gonna write. I, that's my my assumption. All right, that's cool. Henry is being helpful uh, once again. I just feel like I feel like whenever Henry becomes a big player again in the show, I always just have this sort of um, this sort of like um, just happy. I'm like, oh, Henry is just he's just adorable. Look at him doing his thing. Yeah. He's such a smart kid. Like <laughs> I don't know. I like Henry and I like when he I like when people um actually consider him as, you know, as an equal. <laughs> yes. Because Hi guys. I feel like what? they look down on him because he is a what? I said, "Hey guys, uh so this is Henry's third mom cuz he needs some more." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, cuz they like he's a kid, so they always want to, you know, discount him. As, yeah. like, somebody who doesn't really, can't help or doesn't know what's going on or can't, but well, he is very smart and he's, a lot of times, he's the one who really knows what's going on or really knows how to, right. you know, how to fix things well, and, and people would just flip and listen to him, you like, know, things would get in, solved a lot quicker. They flip and gave Henry the plotline that we said they should have given Emma for the Dark One thing where he's like of course i want the power of the pen i just watched hook die i watched my mom turn it into dark one yeah it's the thing of i should have power and i should be able to be proactive in the situation because bad stuff keeps happening and i'm the only one who can who has the power to control that yeah which is a good motivation instead of now i have to go save my boyfriend from the underworld that's my only plot line no Mm-hmm. They gave Henry the good of motivation, which yeah. makes sense, which is like, all this bad stuff does keep happening, we keep having to phase villains, and I need to become stronger so I can fight more powerful villains, like Hades. Um, yeah. It makes perfect sense, and I'm not yeah. going to say, when I say that the best plot line in this was, in my opinion, Henry's, I don't mean like it was like the most... <laughs> making sense the plot line. I just mean I was most invested to see yeah. where that's going. It's sort of a shining light of the episode. Yeah. I feel like it yeah. It made it 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 made me interested to see where it's going, basically. Yeah. Cuz it was really one of the only like plotty things in my opinion cuz that hook yeah, storyline was just a separate thing with Hook and his emotions. Yeah, and I wasn't that I wasn't very invested in that. Right. Cuz it's just Hook and I didn't sign up for just Hook. I'm okay with, like, a side story, but I, if I'm watching a main story, I want it to be Emma or Regina. 
I mean, it was a side story, kind of. But it still took up a big chunk of the episode. I don't oh, know. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like, the yeah. main plot of the episode. Like, well, Henry's story felt more of, like, the secondary story to this episode that was... Right, that should have been the primary <laughs> the yeah. primary plot of the, of the episode. Um, just because it's the one that's going to last, I feel like. Right. Whereas Hook's story... Yeah, it had a purpose as far as furthering the show, but it was sort of not as important as what's going on with Henry, I well, feel yeah, like. Furthering Hook's character, specifically. Right. Because none it's of that affects any other character. The plot. Yeah. Um, although that happens with him. Yeah, but it does, I mean, it does further the plot as far as, like, now he's gonna go back with them. He's made the choice now to go back with them. Yeah. But I think we all knew that that was gonna happen anyway. We knew so, that was gonna happen, um, and it felt... <laughs> It, it, if they were going to do that, they could have done it in, like, a less awful, corny way uh-huh. um, that lasted more than one episode. <laughs> but, yeah, so the Henry storyline is good, and we have them looking... We have all of them looking for the book because they're trying to find this plot about Hades, which William steals and throws away because uh, he did something. Who cares? So they find the book. Yep. Um, and <laughs> Liam, Liam finds the book. Right. And it was um, conveniently at this point in the show. So Jesse and I watched the show together. Um, at, conveniently at this point, Jesse sneezed, and, <laughs> and I said, "God bless you." And she said, "Thank you. I'm allergic to plot holes," <laughs> which well, is maybe the funniest thing she's ever said. Listen, if the underworld is full of stuff that has broke or like is lost, <laughs> I want to know how many of my socks are there. This is just that. This is just that guy from Halloween Town too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is the second one or is it the first one? It's the first one. Were they Once were they all turned gray? Yeah, no, you're and, absolutely right. And like all the socks and everything go to his house. What's his name? I don't even remember. That's that's what the underworld is now. Once upon a time, you're ripping off Halloween Town again. First you start with the atmosphere of the uh-huh. underworld, now you're just stealing plot points. Soon we're just going to have witches. Oh, wait, we do at the end of this episode, but we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so they find the book. Liam. Uh, oh, yeah, we find out that Liam. If, we're, if you know, just bring up the hook thing one more time, but not a critical thing, but just Liam uh, dooms the entire ship so he can save his brother. Right, on the list of heroic things that Liam has done, this does not rank very high. No, I would say not. And I, I know I like not negative things, but when uh, <laughs> Hades comes into the boat and he like lights the candle, and then he's like, "Oh, is that not light enough?" And then his hair goes, and all the candles go on, and it's just like, yeah, it just it just looks silly. There's no way to not make that look silly. Yeah. On on a live action human person. Like I <laughs> don't know how they keep no watching way. it and say, "Yes, that looks good. It looks so cool. He looks so evil." I mean, I think at this point it's just they've done it once and they can't really back out of it now because then people would be like, "Well, where did that go? Where did his blue hair go?" Because like, why would you do it once and then never do it again? I think at this point it's just. They're they're in for the long haul because they have to be. They've made a choice and they can't go back. I want our podcast listeners to know that they're also in the long haul because every time it happens, I'm going to bring it up. 
and I'm going to mm-hmm. complain about it. You be... <laughs> go, go, go right ahead. Oh, no, I'm just saying, I'm going to complain about it, and this, I'm sorry, it's every time. I'm going to keep a little list. Um, I can see with that list, too, just angrily scribbling in a notebook. <laughs> um, I do want to say something positive about the fire, the blue fire, which is um, uh, whenever that part is where Hades just sort of turns up, Oh, I think it was, I think it was with the crew when they were gonna, um, when they were gonna kill both Killian and Liam. And Hades sort of just appeared in a swirl of blue fire. That looked cool. I was yeah. into that. Yeah. And why can't, I, I think that they should just stick with that. Stick with him appearing in blue flame instead yeah. of blue flame coming out of his head. Cause that looked really cool. And it didn't look agree. corny at all. Um, and that is a good way to tie him to the movie version of him and we can just keep it there and then everyone's happy right because right, we've always had people appear and smoke and stuff so it makes sense right so i don't know why they have to do the hair when they could just just easily yeah. make it look much cooler but um i thought that was neat i liked that that was cool so th- that's one way that the that the fire that the blue fire is is nice yeah, you know, you're completely. That is a good point, and I wish it stayed on corny. Uh, that entire scene, except Liam fell, and then you're like a choir, and they show like the ship, and you like. I think you turned away for two seconds. And you're like, I did. What just happened? I did. I think I was, <laughs> was writing like literally a note, a second. and then I and then I had to rewind because it just I missed everything that happened in that second and a half that I was <laughs> typing. Um, and Hades is like, he's like, ah, oh, you darn kids, I'll get you guys. And he like, goes it, it was it seriously was like, I'll get you for this or something like that. <laughs> it was, it was very Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. Like in his face, he was like, mm. he was all angry. And you're meddling, hook. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So then Hook tells the crew like. Go on ahead with Liam. You guys can leave now because your unfinished business was it was just finding out the truth. You're and you're good now, so you can go. Like, for, what? Why? Do, first of all, how do you know what their unfinished business is? You don't know their lives. Right. Like, where did? You, where would you? You just met them today. You just met them like ten minutes ago. Where I know. Because why do you presume to know? Why does everybody in the under like why does everybody in this show just presume to know everything that they've just found out about? You guys can go. Your unfinished business is done. And the one guy's like, I, I have like a kid. I want to. I want to check on. Like I got. I got stuff back at home. Like. And they have all their own plot lines. Well, it's like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. Get all your plot go, lines go. relate to me directly. Go on, go on. <laughs> yeah. And nothing, like, honestly, it's finishing off with just Hades being like, mm, shaking his little nose. Okay, yeah. you, you kids and your little hooks, too. Uh-huh. Connecting so, to his apparent um, girlfriend. Stop talking about that, <laughs> will you, please? Um... Moving swiftly along and ignoring what Jesse just said. Um, so, why was the pen and the ink underneath the lampshade? Like, who put it there? Why did? How did it end up there? I just don't okay. understand I think things in this show. Yeah, 
has to do with this. Okay. And that's the best I've got for you, <laughs> other than the standard is, you know. I'm, you know what? They probably said what it was, and we just weren't paying attention. Maybe. But um, also, I mean, does it does it was under that he found it, everything he had it, and then after mm-hmm. uh, Charming went up to his room and was like, "Hey, buddy, it's me. You what are you do? Uh-huh. You want to talk about girls? Cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, let's have guy talk." <laughs> and then he's like, "Eh, still not, not looking to chat with anyone." <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I know. And Henry's just like actually having all these real issues and like looking to the side like i have ev- the weight of the world on my shoulders and he's yeah. like okay stupid kid well like, he's like you want to just keep being a teenager right <laughs> okay and he's like this is not a teenage problem <laughs> it's just all they're all Listen, so condescending to him sometimes this isn't 5a this isn't girl trouble i can't i can't, <laughs> I can't wrap my head around <laughs> 5a Stop. I can't wrap my head around the fact that sometimes they treat Henry like he is the smartest person, like right. how he was the one who, you know, showed them all to how to break the curse in season one and all this stuff, and in Neverland he was the heart of the truest believer and all this stuff, so he was very important, and then sometimes they're like, oh, now he's having stupid teenage drama emotions. Well, like what? me too. Like, well, no, that's exactly, it's, it's, like, weird. Um, but what bugs me, too, is that, you know, it's like, I wonder where Henry, like, was gonna learn all this stuff about taking tasks on by yourself, and, you know, being a hero, and not talking to your family about it. Hmm, maybe we could have brought up the entire plot line of Emma, which we were talking about, where she did that exact thing the past season, and kind of made it this whole thing about how Henry feels like he has to do this because he learned it from Emma. Let's not, or we could not bring that up and just ignore it. Like that thing we could yeah. do, which would, you know, make it seem like actions in this show mattered and had consequences on people. Because yeah. I was a thing that just happened. Emma just did all this stuff to take on, like, the, the dark one thing. Like, I'm gonna do this alone. I'm gonna, you know. Mm-hmm. Help. I don't need any help. Right. And then they do the same thing with Henry and they don't even reference that. Yeah. By the way, Emma doesn't care that she killed Cruella de Vil. When Henry, yeah. Henry's right. Like, it's because you he's feel like, guilty. And yeah, like, you what? have all this guilt, and she just cuts to her face. <laughs> you know she's thinking, like, there's no guilt, sweetie. <laughs> like, I'm fine. <laughs> I was like, I completely forgot I did that. Man, this past year has been crazy. Like, who's mentioned it? Except for Carla yeah. Deville, who'd obviously be the one upset about it, because she's the one who died. But everyone else right. is there. And there's, you know, the gin's not as good in the underworld or whatever. <laughs> the, the nightlife is not the same. Um, so, I think we are... Um, I think we're... We're, pr- we're pretty much down to the last... Well, that's the end of the podcast, guys. Thing, Thanks right? for listening. Uh, you can... <laughs> That's it. We're we're done. Yeah, Jesse, yeah. I think you're forgetting something very important. I think you can follow us on Twitter. Um, so last week, I, I, well, I guess a few days ago, uh, our lovely Nikki here mentioned came up with a theory that this whole thing was going to be that Hades was Lily's dad. And Maleficent. And I said that was silly, but totally what it was going to be. And when I said it was silly, I'm like, oh, it's silly once upon a time. But you know what? That kind of makes sense. It's a plot point. That would make sense. 
Because it would connect to a storyline they left dangling there. I'm not counting it out. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, but also... What? (laughs) What Jessie's referring to, since she refuses to say the words, Mm. is that at the end of the episode, Hades does a strange thing. He hunts down the pages of the book that he has just told Liam to destroy. Why? I don't know. Doesn't really explain it. Um, he went through all this trouble to get rid of the pages. Now he is pulling them back out of the ash. And what do we see on the pages? Hades and Zelina together, like pals. Um, I don't know if it's a romantic thing. Jesse seems to be jumping to that conclusion. Um, I'm not so sure. But maybe he's her father. Evil attracts evil, I guess. So, maybe. I, I know um, we established that was that random guy that Cora slept with during that thing, but maybe, maybe he's just everybody's dad. That's what Greek gods were like, apparently, right? In the that's mythology. True. Yes. That's true. You're I, not wrong. Um, there's so much wrong with this scene. I like, just... the build-up to it makes it almost seem like a punchline. I feel like the writers are laughing at me. They're like, we're going to make this really intense scene. And then everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, what's it going to be? And then we're going to sew Zelina. And they'll just be a collective groan. So once upon a time, fans like, oh gosh, freak again. Did she just have a baby? I feel like Zelina is the once upon a time version of the Daleks. If you just can't, no matter how many times you think you've gotten rid of her, she's just back. And um, I like and Selena, though. She's fun. I also like Selena. But I just... She's I, fun, but I she's done. Like, like, we're done. <laughs> oh, nice rhyme. Um, I Yeah, I just... I, it's, it's not that I have a problem with Selena. I enjoy Selena. I think she's very funny. Um, and she is a joy to watch. Um, however, I just... I, it's kind of exhausting to me as a viewer of the show... To have to constantly go back and forth between, oh, Zelina's back, oh, Zelina's gone forever, oh, Zelina's back again, oh, no, she's gone, oh, Zelina's back, oh, no, they took care of her now, oh, no, here she's back and she's got a kid. Like, it, it, it just, it's sort of too much back and forth. Like, just pick one or the other, have her on the show, and then have her go away and be taken care of permanently. I and will if you say, need to have her on the show for a long time, do that. Mm-hmm. But just it's all the back and forth is just kind of like, eh. I will say, when they did the, the reveal that Selena was uh, Mer- Meriden? Uh, Marion. Well, Marion, that. lady. When they said that, we had a, quite a bit of space between when we saw her before that it was actually like, semi-shocking, and it was like, yeah. oh, hey, there we go. But with this, Zelina was blasted away after kind of an excruciating uh, half-season. And mm-hmm. we were like, okay, we're, we're kind of, we're, we got to focus on our main characters for a while. we got to focus on these characters for a while. Right. And, and then, like, three episodes in, it's like, Zelina. I didn't, I didn't get the sense that Zelina was going away. Permanently, like I, I knew she was gonna be back, especially because there was all that drama with her baby, and it's not like all that's gonna happen and they're gonna be like, poof, she's gone, flick of the wrist. Um, but just to have her back so soon and tied into this plotline that really we, I thought she had nothing to do with because she's not in the underworld, and yeah. you know, she her her deal is a totally different deal. 
it just didn't, it just didn't yeah, seem no. like this was going to be the time when we were going to see her again. That's what I, I just, I didn't see, I knew she would be back and I knew she was going to be on that long, but like, it's th- like three or four episodes into the yeah. new season. That's like ridiculously close. And, and, and this is a shock, but it's not the good kind of shock, like, yeah. with Marion, with the Marion thing, cause that was genuinely good. And I, yeah, I genuinely felt, you know, like that was a good, plot point. Yeah. Um, whereas this just feels like, oh, uh, really? <laughs> I just kind of feel like, really, this is happening? This is where we're going with? This is what we're doing? This is what we're going with? Yeah. Cause, so, I yeah. don't know, maybe maybe it'll turn into something good. We don't know what it is yet. We just know that there's, there's a page. I mean, obviously she's got to be an important part of his story. Otherwise, she wouldn't be in the storybook with him. Yeah, any, any final thoughts on the episode? I'm excited to see what next week's episode is going to be, because I know that it can't disappoint me as much as this episode did, so it's going to be better. Um, and uh, in other news, I am holding interviews for a new co-host of this podcast who is not so negative all the time. Submit your resumes today. I'm not negative all the time. I just <laughs> have feelings and thoughts. You know what? I would much rather be passionately, not negative, but critical of this show than be like, well, whatever about it. You know, I still care. Even if maybe my caring, you know, I, I'm just, I feel like a disappointed mother right now. Doesn't mean <laughs> I don't care. Just means I know that you could do better. Yeah. And... And on a, and I, I'm I'm upset. I, you know Emma's my favorite character, and I'm just I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time. I know with Emma's her character. Emma's a little rough right now, but she'll yeah. be back. I have faith. Yeah. They'll all be back. All their personalities will come back because I need that to be true, <laughs> and so do you. I think so do so do we all. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. No, uh, I'm I'm good. So thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. As always, please talk to us about the episode. I'm sorry if my negativity, as some people say, (laughs) is uh, bringing you down. But you know what? I'm just trying to live my life the way I can. Like... Yeah, I'm. Just, I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to live my life the way I am. Like Corella Deville, she just does whatever she wants. Why can't I? <laughs> Jesse Corella Deville, it's the yeah. same person. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as always, you guys can follow us on Twitter. As we said at the beginning of the podcast, that's Cineapples O-U-A-T. and our. You can email us at. Cinnamon and poisoned apples at gmail.com. And if you like our podcast, you could possibly subscribe to it. Um, yeah, I'll tell you review. a fun story that I just subscribed to our podcast <laughs> like two days ago because I didn't realize that I was not subscribed to it because the new podcast app on the new iOS is sort of confusing to me. I just downloaded the new iOS, by the way, everyone, the new iOS update. Um, uh, only like two weeks ago, so I'm still getting used to the new setup. And I didn't realize that I wasn't subscribed to our podcast. So if you're like me and you're and you <laughs> you weren't subscribed to the podcast, you can also subscribe 
by going to the settings underneath our podcast and clicking the little subscribe button. <laughs> That's how you do it, in case, like me, you were unaware. And if you do enjoy the podcast, leave a review or a message yeah, us on Twitter and just let us know. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, we, like, we like talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, and we will see you again next week. Have a magical day. <laughs> yeah, do that. I said that a lot today. <laughs> and I'll say it one more time. Have a magical day, guys. Bye.